Welcome to Urban Principle, leadership lessons brought to you by BrettAndersonConsulting.com. And now here's your host, Brett Anderson. And welcome back to another podcast. We are on episode 212, uh, season 5. And this episode is The Approachable Leader. Uh, Many of you are, are getting over winter breaks and are back and... Our main districts and our surrounding districts have been back for a couple weeks now, and the last week has been uh, difficult with all the cold weather in the Midwest. So we've had a lot of people out of school, and we've had a lot of uh, remote days and snow days, because we've had a lot of snow and extremely cold weather uh, with that minus 25 to minus 30 type weather uh, that keeps everyone from running buses and schools so there has been some remote, remote learning as well. And this episode is more about the approachable leader. And as a principal, I always had my door open and was uh, open to people coming in at all times uh, to discuss uh, things and to uh, share ideas. And we had an extremely collaborative environment at my schools, and that was well known. So I had uh, I was a very approachable leader, and one of my strengths, of course, in uh, Gallup is a relator. So that comes through, and it comes through in my uh, leadership. And I have also known, uh, my wife has had some different leaders that have been unapproachable. And I have too, um, as I was uh, learning to become an administrator and learning from others and uh, getting some mentoring and learning from past principles. Uh, I had certain ones I could go to and talk to about different issues and learn from and that mentored me and that shared experiences and helped me grow. And I had others it was like pulling teeth to get them to share anything and whether they were intimidated or insecure, that was probably the case. Uh, they didn't share as much and were not that approachable. And yet always had to be careful when you approach them and at the right time and you can just uh, walk in the office so those are the opposite kind of leaders not the kind of leadership I like to uh, extend for sure and I think it's important to be approachable Uh, I'd like to share something from John Maxwell the Maxwell Daily Reader which we use a lot it has a good compilation of a lot of his books Uh, and this is called Being Approachable We've all met people who seem cold and forbidding, and we've all met people who treat us like old friends from day one. This isn't an issue with just high-profile people. How approachable are the most important people in your life? There's something for you to reflect on and think about. When you need to ask your boss a question, is it easy or difficult? When you need to talk to your spouse about a difficult subject, do you expect a dialogue or a fight? For that matter, what about you? Can the people closest to you talk to you about nearly anything? When was the last time someone brought you bad news or strongly disagreed with your point of view on an issue or confronted you concerning something you did wrong? If it has been a while, it may not be, you may not be a very approachable person. Some people treat the idea of becoming approachable as frivolous. It's a nice thing if one can be bothered uh, to cultivate it. But truly, it's much more than that. It is a powerful asset to have in one's relational toolbox. And that was actually taken from his book, Winning with People. And then he says, do a 360-degree survey on your approachability. Find out if your bosses, employees, colleagues, and family members find you easy to talk to. Uh, And that's from John Maxwell. 
um, this daily reader. I think one of the things that I had over the years was uh, we had uh, culture surveys and climate surveys, surveys as I became a principal, and those always brought back some interesting information uh, since it was totally anonymous and you could kind of see uh, whether people felt comfortable around you and whether teams were developing and also the culture. And we're always talking about the positive culture and that's the important piece on whether the culture is uh, being created that allows people to come forward and to share and to uh, uh, ask you things and to share ideas, which I highly encouraged. Uh, and then being that uh, approachable, um, relatable leader is important to building teams and it opens you up to vulnerability and that's why a lot of people don't want to do it. Uh, but it also opens you up to respect and allows your staff to see you as a real person, uh, which is important. And uh, I'd like to share something from Brene Brown, Dare to Lead. Brave work, tough conversations, whole hearts. And she says it's unreasonable to believe that we can just rip off our self-protection mechanisms and streak through the office. Most of us armor up early in our lives because as children, we needed to. In some instances, the armor protected us from being hurt or disappointed, from feeling invisible or unloved. In some situations, we had to self-protect to stay physically or emotionally safe. Uh, vulnerability is the greatest casualty of trauma. Uh, and when I do training in uh, trauma-informed teaching, you start to look at all the areas of trauma and how many of us have those, uh, everything from having experienced COVID to a death in the family to divorce to um, the long list goes on, even through the ACEs of different things can affect uh, children and uh, people and their development and can be a traumatic experience that people still reflect on and it affects their uh, well-being at times. All right, she goes on to say, uh, when, we're, when we're raised in unsafe environments, confronted with racism, violence, poverty, sexism, homophobia, and pervasive shaming, vulnerability can be life-threatening and armor is safety. Um, so as leaders, we have to make sure that we are open uh, to others and you're able to let down that armor. And I do feel, as she she states many times too that you, when you open yourself up, it actually uh, helps people to understand you more and see you more as a regular person and as a real person that experiences the same things that they experience. And you can go through changes and uh, challenges challenges together as a staff, and you can meet things head on as a staff. And that importance of building that uh, teamwork and that uh, effective positive team throughout that positive culture is important for your organization to be strong and as I stated my wife had one uh, in particular that I can think of that she even approached once and told them I don't know just gave them some suggestions or talked about something and somebody came right to her and said you don't go to that person and I thought what this is crazy that's crap you don't go to the leader you don't go to the CEO you're unable to share you're unable to, that was not a positive environment in my uh, take on that. And when I heard that, it just kind of blew me away. I continued to get examples of um, non-positive cultures and toxic cultures like that, where you can't share or where people are intimidated or um, uh, don't appreciate uh, any kind of a feedback and they don't want a feedback. That's where you get into the almost the emperor's new clothes where... 
uh, you don't want to point out anything, you can't point out anything, and it doesn't matter because they're not going to listen anyway. So uh, the approach of a leader is definitely open to ideas and open to sharing with staff and helping staff solve problems, helping staff come up with solutions, and helping staff have a voice and ownership in the actual organization. And I think that's extremely important. And if you can be consistent as leaders, we often come with our own baggage. And uh, many times you are coming in with whatever's going on in your life. But as a leader, you still need to remain strong and solid and a uh, point of motivation for staff. And uh, as someone who can move that vision forward, and you need to be able to be consistent and maintain that so that you're not a loose cannon or a up and down personality that people can understand whether they can talk to you because you're in a good mood or you're not in a good mood or this is not a good day to see you, that kind of thing. They need to be able to understand and part of that comes with being emotionally intelligent as a leader. And I love the research and the stuff on emotional intelligence and working with staff and maybe we'll do some more of that in the future again. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff out there. And of course, Daniel Goleman's stuff on emotional intelligence is uh, great stuff. Uh, and I'd like to share something else on positivity um, from Barbara L. Fredrickson, PhD. And that's top-notch research reveals the upward spiral that will change your life. Uh, and uh, she talks about bouncing back from life's challenges and she says, uh, bad things happen to all of us. When they do, many of us crumble or grumble, but others bounce right back to face the world again, often even stronger than before. Have you ever wondered what makes the difference? My studies suggest that positivity is perhaps the best-kept secret of people who, against all odds, keep on bouncing back. And I think that's an important point to remember that positivity is an attitude and something you can maintain in developing your positive culture and being approachable as a leader. Uh, if you can do that, you can move your organization forward and will continue to move your, or your organization forward. Uh, and as always, I'd like to end with a quote, and I think I'm going to do a couple quotes today uh, from John Gordon's The Power of Positive Leadership. He says, positive leaders build great relationships and teams and then another quote by Pete Carroll that he uses in his book, uh, leadership comes down to taking care of people in your organization and making them the best they can be, not giving up on them and never failing to be there for them. And that was by Keith, Pete Carroll. So being approachable is important to being there for your staff. And that was taken from The Power of Positive Leadership by John Gordon, another excellent uh, book. So as always, keep promoting effective leadership through productive culture changes. And until next time, let's remember to stay positive. You've been listening to Urban Principle. Leadership lessons brought to you by BrettAndersonConsulting.com.